0: Welcome back, everybody. Episode 21 of the Tall and Taller podcast. I uh, we think we say this about every time, but a long time no see. Uh, both busy again. I think that's what was, it's usually what it comes down to for us. A um, lot's happened, though. Uh, the NFL draft uh, just got over. Uh, big names getting taken there early, um, whether Michigan or not. Uh, Tigers baseball, about a month in now. Uh, and then USFL. Three, seed, three games in. Uh, I mean, we'll start off with the NFL draft. Uh, ben, what did you think of that? And what did you think about some of the picks that, whether they're Wolverines or not, uh, where they went and who's going to fit best where you think, wherever they went?
1: Well, you know, Aiden Hutch is number two, right? Which <clears throat> I have so many mixed emotions about. You know, it's good to see the hometown kid go to the hometown thing. And I've said this like, like most Lion fans a million times, but I, I really, really like. Uh, what, what they're doing, what, what, uh, Brad Holmes and Dan Campo did with this draft and, you know, their team, um, you know, gives us a glimmer of hope once again. And, you know, maybe that comes all crashing down. Um, you know when the games start, but Aiden, and then, uh, you know, they got the kid from Alabama that tore his ACL and, the. uh,
0: Jameson Williams.
1: Yep. Jameson Williams in the national championship game. That kid is a game changer um you know and i gotta believe that they did their due diligence and their homework and he comes back healthy and you know they're saying he's on track and he might not be a hundred percent for uh go on the season but they they believe he's going to be ready to play um and then you know uh there's there's a little bit of controversy with them giving up uh was it 32 34 and a sixth round but uh to jump up to 12 but i really thought uh, and they got like a, I forget what it was. They got one back that wasn't too far off uh, in the second round. So, so you know, I I, I was really uh, happy w- with what they did. You know, I, I thought that was a solid move. Is it a little bit risky? Sure, it is with the ACL. You never know. Um, but they uh, uh, they drafted somebody else high profile that was has an ACL too. Um, you know, and that, that, uh, the technology and that surgery and that injury have come a long way. Um, you know, uh, certainly in the last 30 years, but I think the last five, you know, you're seeing guys not, not maybe regularly yet, but, uh, fairly regularly, um, be out on the field nine months to a year after, after that, after the surgery, you know, when I was growing up, there was no guarantee you were going to come back and play again. That was a career, career ender for a lot of guys. So. You know, you know, I think it was great. Um, you know, I, most of what I've been reading gives any, lines anywhere from an A plus to an A minus. Um, I don't think I've seen anything lower than that for a draft grade for them. Mm-hmm. And and I would, I you know, I would say A minus. You know, it's I'm not a big believer in, in uh, uh, grading the day. You know, it takes a year or two to see how stuff shakes out. And how guys translate to the NFL? You know, I do. Th- I do think uh, Aiden will will translate well. Um, you know, the defense is is where they need the help, and you know, I do think Williams will too. Uh, but they got some solid defensive guys. Eight of their ten picks, I think it was, were were defense. Uh, so we'll see. And you know, I would put them uh, at or near the top. Uh, you know for, for draft day success again, without, you know, waiting a year or two into the future. Uh, I, I certainly don't think he will be, but Aiden, you know, you never know what guys is. Sometimes their games don't, uh, translate to the NFL, but I, I feel like he's gonna, he's gonna be highly successful and uh, can't wait to see him strap up and get on the field. You know, like I said earlier, it's a, you know, everybody that follows Michigan football knows his story, but he, you know, he, his dad went there all American uh, played professional football, uh, ER doctor now, um, Dearborn. So, you know, Detroit local kid, you know, 20, 30 yep. minutes from Ann Arbor, and and now he's going to be playing at Ford Field every day. That's uh, uh, what a lot of kids grow up dreaming about, you know, playing for their hometown team. And you could tell when they called his name, he was fucking pumped. He was ready to go. Uh, grabbed yeah. Goodell and a great old big old bear hug, kind of caught Goodell off off uh, guard and looked like he squeezed the wind out of him kind of made me laugh so so yeah you know i'm excited and, and you know we had uh what was it? i think six players drafted uh
0: dax hill uh, we had we had hutchinson ajabo hill Askins, and Stuber. yeah so five yeah and He's
1: then you know the a bunch school. of guys <clears throat> i just seen i just seen one pop up a little bit ago uh you know a bunch of uh, undrafted Monday. free agents yep. signing up so so, uh, excited for those guys to get their shot. Brad Hawkins uh, signed with the Falcons yesterday. Uh, Dalen Baldwin, yeah,
0: Josh Ross with the Ravens, yeah, Chris Hinton with the Giants, yep. Vince Gray with Donovan James. and then Donovan Jeter with the Steelers. Yep. So, uh, what were your thoughts on I actually kind of forgot it was on night one. I think. I think i was so, like i forgot it was on so i didn't watch the first night um i did watch the second night but i mean i think the lions might win five games instead of three this year um
1: i i i still
0: think it comes down to the ford family
1: and it it does it does but i do think with with I mean, the daughter now running things that she is is letting people do what she's hired them to do and And she seems to have a team of advisors that she's listening to where, you know, William Clay Ford was uh, a fan first. And I think, you know, he was he was really loyal, which is an admirable trait. But and, you know, in a business as big and as ruthless as the NFL, um, it doesn't win any, any games. You know, he gave he gave just in my lifetime many, many coaches, too many chances, many players, too many chances, many Uh, too many gms too many chances you know matt millen pops right up right up you know he he was a train wreck from almost day one and i I don't remember what it was but he you know he was running the show for five six seven years and i gotta believe that that uh he was if not calling the shots uh because I, i don't think anybody worth their salt would would stick around if if they weren't able to do their job in that type of atmosphere. But he was heavily influencing things in the way they were run. And I get it on one side of, you know, if, if I woke up and was the uh, owner of any Detroit professional team tomorrow, I'd be in there making sure they listen to my two cents. Uh, I like to think I'd have enough common sense to listen to them too. But, um, you know, I I always kind of got the impression that he was always fanboying a little bit and, and that for sure uh, hurt the franchise. Um, so we'll see, you know, I I think that they could win eight to 10 games next year. If everybody stays healthy and pans out and, and maybe squeak into the playoffs, um, green Bay's a mess, right? Um, Chicago, we'll see, you know, what they can do with their, their new staff, <laughs> but um, you know that's why we sit down and talk about it, and, and in anticipation, and we'll, we'll see what happens when they play the games. But uh, I still don't know how I feel about Jared Goff, and um
0: all I'm saying is this: is, Let me tell you this. We, as, I, I mean, I cheer for the Lions. I consider myself a fan, but. We we we've literally had probably two. I mean, we've had a top. Uh, I'll say it just Stafford and had the rings back it up. I mean, Stafford's probably in my opinion, a top ten quarterback of all time. Maybe top fifteen if you want to push it out, but it's not. It's not very much outside the top ten. And you had probably the best wide receiver to ever play the game of football. Right. Play on the same team together, and you still couldn't win.
1: Right. Barry Sanders walks away from the Lions. You know, I don't care what I, 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 says. I said, he says. You know, if he played behind Emmett Smith's offensive line, you know, they come in the league, if not the same year, close to it, year two ahead or behind. Um, Barry Sanders would be ahead of everybody by 5,000 yards. Um, yeah. And, you know, Stafford, I, I don't know that I put him that high, but he's a really good quarterback. And I always thought that, um, but you know, he went out and proved it this year, right? He said, I mean, hey, I... "When
0: he wins, a, when he wins another ring this year, dude, absolutely, you're gonna change your mind." Yeah.
1: Right? So, so you know, one, you know, there's there's, there's a lot of quarterbacks uh, that have won a Super Bowl that are, that aren't aren't that good. But uh, you you win two, and now you're in a little combo, right? That's I mean, come to my mind too. Uh, Eli so, Manning
0: won two, but he's not a good quarterback,
1: right? So, so, you know, we'll see. Um, but, you know, my, my optimism is good. I think, you know, with uh, they got lions, got another receiver too. That was a playmaker speed. You can kind of see their vision and what they're trying to do. They're trying to uh, to uh, beat the shit out of everybody in the trenches and, and uh, golf. I, I think if he doesn't have a solid year, he's gone because, you know, uh, boy, oh shit. I forget the kid they drafted a running back last year. He was pretty solid. Now he's got a couple uh, uh, speed demon, high potential wide receivers. He's got the weapons. You know, the the offensive line is one of the best in the league, um, and and they've they've taken some steps to shore up the defense. I think they still got work to do there, but uh, you know. The, the best offense a lot of times is a good defense, and our defense put us put the offense in so many bad positions last year that, um, you know, they knew it and they addressed it, and we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, eight out of the, what, 10, 2, three, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. So seven out of the nine picks they had were defensive. They drafted James Williamson, Williams, and then they drafted a tight end uh, yep. tight end of Virginia Tech, James Mitchell. Uh, I mean, but obviously looking at defense, can we, I mean, just a quick little cool thing about kind of just about Michigan, like the state of Michigan itself, about really just the greater Detroit area and just the talent that comes out of there. Uh, two of the top four draft, or really you can say two of the top five if you want, um, two of the top five draft picks came out of, Detroit schools. Uh, Ma Gardner came coming coming out of uh, Mar- uh, King. Yep. And then Hudson coming out of where do you go? Dearborn. It's something? Dearborn. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, uh, Divine that's, Child, there. I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's still that that area. Uh, I mean that just proves like the talent that does come out there. That two top five draft picks came out of there in the same year. Yeah. Um, Gardner and him. I I, did, I read that and I thought that was a cool little a cool little note. Well, who out of all the teams? I mean, I don't know if you fought at that time. You just she fought the Lions. Uh, what team do you think sort of set their team up best for the success this year? You think? I mean, do you think it was the Lions, uh, or do you think it was a uh, a different team? Uh,
1: you know, I I do think it was the Lions. I think there's uh, you know there's a couple teams um, that. Can make that argument. Um. Oh man, I'm I'm losing the. There was.
0: I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What team I think it was. And this will probably remind you. I think the Jets. I think the Jets won the draft. Yep. For a team. For a team that has that has a rookie, not a rookie, but a second year quarterback in Zach Wilson. I mean, going out there and getting a my Gardner with the number four pick, and then getting Garrett Wilson. Out of Ohio State, uh, with that number 10 pick. And then, I mean, after that, got Brees Hall from Iowa and in the second round from Iowa State. I mean, the running back, who is one of the best, like, best running backs coming out of the Big 12. I mean, they definitely gave him some, they've, they've gave him some help and they gave him some targets this year. I mean, wish they would have had, I don't have all the, their picks here. Shit. But, uh, they're loading it up for him. I mean, that's, that's, that's why I see, that's where I see them. And I mean, the Jets were four and 13 last year. I mean, so they weren't anything special at all. They were at the end right
1: there towards the bottom. Um, Yeah. So the Eagles had a good draft too, I thought, right. Um, And also I thought, thought the Ravens uh, did good. And, and, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I feel like, and you know, the the Achilles is kind of the old uh, ACL. Got to see how he comes back. You know, most most guys, even young like Ojaba, are losing a half a step after that after that Achilles. So we'll see where he goes. But um, if he can come back at ninety percent of what he was, he might end up being the steal of the draft because uh, you know he was a top ten, top fifteen pick. Uh, before he hurt himself at the was it the pro day or the combine uh,
0: yeah it was a pro day at uh, the Michigan pro day yep. so,
1: yeah so so we'll see you know uh, what happens but that's a uh, that's a great place for him I think and I'm sure the Harbaugh influence was in there when he was available you know you got two brothers talking to each other every day and
0: well, I mean, you have that and you have Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald's back over there as defensive exactly, coordinator. yep. So, I mean, I think that's also why, Josh, I mean, you see Josh Ross get picked up over there as an undesignated free agent. I mean, you obviously yep. know he had he had something to do with both of those. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and as someone who played for him in college, I would be more than ecstatic yeah, to go back, go back and play for him in the pros. I mean, obviously familiar faces you got somebody going there and like you know you know one of the coaches
1: and yeah familiarity helps right and and you know Ojabo exploded on the scene basically come out of nowhere uh under Mike McDonald so um you know I'm sure they're not going to run the exact same system just like he didn't from going to Michigan from Baltimore but there'll be tweaks and and you know McDonald has uh, has proven at least at the college level that he can put these guys in a place to succeed and certainly <clears throat> playing on the other side of uh, Aiden Hutchinson helped him a lot um, because you know Aiden drew a lot of stuff uh, right off the bat until he uh, kind of made a name for himself but uh, yeah uh, you know, I'm excited for these guys. I think that uh, from top to bottom, our guy Stuber, Stuber went to the Patriots, right?
0: Stuber, yeah. Stuber went, yeah. Stuber went to the Pats. Uh, Haskin to the Titans. Uh, uh, Jackson to the Bengals. Why Why did I write? Oh, apparently, I wrote down for some reason that Ojaba went to the Raiders for some reason. I don't know why I wrote that down. Yeah, this is...
1: Incredible event. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I know where he went. Uh, but, I mean, definitely uh, Michigan have won, a, again, one of three teams that kept the streak alive of having a, somebody drafted in the NFL draft in every single draft of all time. I mean, Texas, uh, going back, I mean, Texas keeps having – it's kind of going to a little bit of college football talk here. I mean, it's kind of going to do with this, but Texas always gets these numbers two, three recruiting classes. It kind of, kind of falls into this. Um, and, I mean, this, even even this year, they're being ranked in the top five in the rankings, and they didn't even finish top 25 last year. Right. Uh, but, I mean, when you have a team that has all these recruiting and don't even get someone drafted, at least at least when we kept where we weren't really producing on the field how we should have when we were getting those rankings. Uh at least we uh we were still the the talent was producing to go to the next level, not just on the football field.
1: Absolutely. And you know, and un- until we blew up this year, uh you know, Harbaugh Harbaugh's teams and players have have done very well in the draft, and I think that you know maybe that might have been part of our issue uh you know having with the inconsistency and success is is harbaugh was was getting these guys ready for the nfl and hoping that it translated to wins instead of shooting for the wins and hoping that translated to these guys for the nfl um you know say what you want about him but that guy loves the university of Michigan and he loves his players and he wants to see him succeed. And he knows firsthand from playing and coaching how to get those guys there. So, you know, the, the, the draft has not been a problem for us. You know, even when we haven't had successful seasons, we've had, we've had guys up and down the board. Um, So, you know, again, we'll see some of those guys, uh, haven't had great success. And some of them have, you know, Jabril preppers, uh,
0: um, signed with the Patriots.
1: Yep. You know, has started off a little bit cold, but he's, he's having a solid career, I think. Um, you know, maybe, maybe not lived up to the hype that, that, that we thought. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not an exact science and it never will be. So so, it's, it's, a little bit hard to hard to read, and and you know when guys that do this for a living, you know if if, if they can bat five hundred, um, drafting people, uh, they're hall of famers, you know. So so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, uh, quick quick little note here, just to show how good Harbaugh has been with producing people to the next level. Uh, number of Michigan players drafted in seven in the seven drafts. Prior to Jim Harbaugh taking over at Michigan, it was 18. Yep. And then with number of Michigan players drafted in the seven years, in the seven drafts since Harbaugh took over is 44. So you're doubling your numbers pretty much there. Right. we are over doubling your numbers compared to what uh, – and, I mean, you went from having two first-round picks in those seven years to having eight first-round picks in – Harbaugh's years, and then you got – I mean, obviously, your number's are just blowing up, no matter what round you're looking at. Um, but, I mean, that just right there proves how much – how much Harbaugh's uh, work, whether it shows in the field or not, whether showing in the field or not, actually works. And the bigger picture, no matter what you look at it as, in college football, is to – help produce a kid no matter what coach you are no matter who you coach for yes you want to win a championship yes you want to do this but you want to set up whatever kid on your team is on for the best success that he or she no yep. matter the, going off any sport he or she can have
1: um but yeah say so one thing one, one other thing is is even though they kick the shit out of us holy cow georgia Seemed like every other pick was Georgia. Most, um, most they, they drafted, yeah. yeah. Five, five first rounders. Um, that's that's impressive. Um, most in, in their school history, and it it shows why they had the season they had. You know, um, Kirby Smart did a hell of a job recruiting and developing those guys, and those guys worked their ass off. And um, but the, I think they had three in the top fifteen, if I remember right. Um, but hell, hell of a draft for them, and and uh, yeah, overall number one pick, um, and that guy uh, he he showed he was worthy against us, that's for sure, and in, in the national championship game.
0: Well, I, I, and I mean the shocker out of all of them is, I mean, N'Kobe Dean. Nakobe Dean was, in my opinion, was one of the biggest assets to them, even going on a championship run last year on the defensive side, and he yep. went third round. I mean. Yep. Between him and Ojabo, I mean, that, those are probably the two of the best deals that anyone probably could have got, at least on the defensive side of the ball and in the draft. Um, <coughs> I mean, I don't know why he fell. Yeah, I don't know. I have know. no I idea why, why Dean fell like he did. I don't know if test scores or if it was. Character attitude problems. Or yeah, a, yeah, character concerns. Yeah, because uh, I definitely thought he'd definitely probably be a first, first, late first round. Early to mid second round. I definitely didn't see him going third round. Um, I mean, but yeah. Well, we'll move on. Let's just, uh, we'll look at uh, one. Fuck the Yankees. Sorry, just want to say that I've been wanting to say that on here for like three weeks now. <laughs> um, two. Mickey getting three thousand. Yeah. No, it's been a while. Kind of forgot about that. Uh. I mean, what a day! I mean, you could just tell by I was. Of course, I had to. The one day that he got it, I couldn't watch the game, even though I've been watching every single game up until that point. Right. Um. But yeah, I, another another feat. Uh, he's the third player, only joining Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. To have three thousand hits, five hundred home runs, and bat plus three hundred, right, his for his full entire career. Um, so
1: so how's how's that for holy shit? You know numbers and
0: no, that puts it more into aspect more than the twenty whatever twenty four that has three thousand hits. Right. I mean that that puts because if someone's batting like that, I mean pool. I think Pujols was in there, but Pujols' average had dropped below right. three hundred recently. That's why I think if Cabrera's
1: yeah. I mean, compare Nick, compared Nick to three history, ten or three eleven for his career, and I really hope that he can keep it up or quits the day he drops right to three hundred. This is okay, um, I'm done.
0: I mean, the way that he's playing right now, he he don't need to quit. The man right. sitting over, the man's sitting over three hundred. I think. Right. But season, I mean, I wish the rest of the goddamn team. Well,
1: so so really, the Tigers are three thirty three. Right, they're seven and fourteen, so they're winning a the third of their games. But oh yeah, they've won. literally,
0: they've won one game in every, so they've won one, they've won one series, they beat the Royals 2-1. Yeah, They've won one game in every single series except one when they got swept by the uh, Twins the other day.
1: Yep. So um, they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10, 2-6 away, 5-8 and eight on the road, but, you know, had some injuries, lost some key guys down the stretch. Oh um, well, yeah. I don't know um, what anybody says, and Mickey did actually admit to it, but you know, that that 3000 is is a distraction, but a lot of times you see that you'll see that drag out for weeks, right? Guy, will be a couple hits away. And, you know, from when he was five hits away, he got four, four and four and two days through and three. Oh, he got, he he got that before to get to 99. And, and then, you know, we all knew the Yankees were going to walk him, but I was still just as fired up as you and, when they did it, and baseball-wise, it was the right move for them, right? Um, no, I fuck did,
0: that. I, I fuck can't. Aaron Boone. Fuck the Yankees. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care who the fuck you are. <coughs> oh man, I've never <coughs> wanted. It's probably a good thing that we didn't take that we didn't record that week because uh, it probably would been a lot worse than this. Because I've kind of had time to cool off. My ears are kind of getting red. I know you can't see them. You're right. Um, my ears are kind of get red just thinking about it again because I had forgotten about it. But yeah, no, fuck the Yankees. They're a bunch of cowards. I'm glad, uh, good old uh, Austin Meadows had, uh, who's again hitting the ball wonderfully. I mean, was able to send them back, send him home packing with a loss off of that. Um, I mean, I think our, our main problem this year, I mean, we don't have the power we we used to. I uh, yeah. I think we're gonna be more of an attack. Attack by contact. Well, we'll have power with Baez, and Baez is playing good. Um, But we we have to actually uh, finish. We get people on. That's the only way we're gonna be able to score. I think is you're gonna get your home runs here and there. um, Right. But you're gonna have to put pressure on the opposing pitcher every single inning, if not every inning, every every other inning. And you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to finish. You're gonna have to bring some of those runs home. And I think that's really where it's been it's been hurting us the most between that. And I mean, we have, and we actually have a guy, we actually have a bullpen this year and our starting pitchers haven't been able to be consistent. Right. Um, I mean, Tyler Alexander, he's a walking trash can. He's about as bad as Annabelle Sanchez. Um, I think he needs to be, at least he's, he's not a starting pitcher. And, and I get, they want to give him another shot this year. I mean, with people hurt, but I mean, I, we just brought up that Cole. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. It's Cole Bruski or something like that. He, another he just broke his, his hand, right? Uh, no, 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 no. All right, I'm thinking no. of somebody else. Yeah, uh, no, Cole Brewski, Like Cole, I think that's his name. It's Cole something. We just brought him up to make his first start. Like, I think when we were in Colorado, was when we brought him up. Um, So, I mean, Casey Mize is still out. Matt Manning's still out. I mean, there's two starting pitchers right there. Um, I mean, I think with – I mean, Eduardo Rodriguez obviously is not the same person that he's been in the past for the Red Sox or at least not of now. I mean, it's still early. I mean, I think we flipped the calendar to May now. Uh, let me look. Flip the calendar to May. You have you finish above 500 here, you come back. I mean, it's that's the good part about baseball, is there's so many games. And Wow, the twins really took off. I did not realize
1: that. Yes. So, so Mickey's only hitting 258 right now. He, yeah, so he was hitting
0: because after he hit 3,000, I forgot he did go on a little, little, steep, yep. a little.
1: But but you know, looking at the stats, we we've had one one player play every game. Kendall, Candy,
0: um, and yeah, he has not been. Producing. Sorry, not,
1: not Candy. Candy's played twenty. Shoot, Jonathan, shoot, second base. Uh, know, so
0: neither one of them. Neither one of them have been producing.
1: No, uh, shoot's hitting one fifty. Candy's hitting one sixty four. Uh, yeah, and Candy can... twenty games as well. Um, he, he's hitting 190. So, so our, our three really guys that are banging every day, Austin Meadows played 18 to 21. So he's close, you know, he's producing, um, what a, what a great pickup that was. Right. But, uh, awesome. Javi, I mean, know, we, I mean, even Javi, Javi was up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: Javi was out 10 games and he already leads the team in RBIs.
1: Right. Right. So, so some injuries and, you know, we've had 12 games at home, nine on the road, uh, and you know, the weather here is, has, has not been horrible, but it's, but it's up and down it's, and you know, you see it a lot from the, from the Midwest, the Northern Midwestern teams that, you know, that it's hard in April to, to get going. It's cold. And yeah, both teams are playing in the same weather. Um, but you know, home should be your advantage and, and you know, the whole 3000 thing. Um, I don't care what anybody says. And Miggy did admit it. Not many guys do that. It was a distraction. He was glad to get it out of the way, but, um, I just I just fear that we're dangerously close to being in the situation that we were in last year where we've just buried ourselves in April in the first couple of weeks of May. And then, you know, we played respectable baseball, but we couldn't get out of it. Um, you know, we, we need to we need to get on a roll. Um, you know, right now we're only five and a half games out, but we're we're one from the bot. while well, we're tied with the royals. Uh
0: so this month.
1: At the bottom
0: of the Central. Yeah. And I I mean, here's the teams we play in May. We play Pittsburgh to start. We play Houston. We play Oakland. Play Baltimore. Houston so far, the only one I've said, though, it's the only one that's been on the road. It's a four game series. Um, Then we play at Tampa Bay, at Cleveland, at Minnesota, and home against Cleveland, home against Minnesota for a five game series. What? Okay. And then three on the road, and that starts June. So we won't get that far into it. But, I mean, so you got Minnesota twice, Cleveland twice, and then you play out of division after that.
1: So, you know, Minnesota twice, right? There's eight games. Um, You know, if we could go six and two against them, that would go a long way towards towards, uh, jump-starting us. Uh, you know, you know, up towards the top because, you know, like I said, April, April and May killed us last year. And and uh, man, I really like A.G. A.J. hanch and, and what he's done. Um, but, uh, you know, we got to start better. Um, and if if we can continue to uh, play in the warmer months like we did last year, um, you know, I think we'll have a shot. But that cold start just might end up biting us in the ass again.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, and it is pretty much, when you look at it, compared to last season, it is almost the exact same thing. Candelario came out slow. Candelario batted like 130 last year to start the season. Yep. And I don't think he got hot until a month and a half in, two months in. Yep. Uh, Scope, I think Scope came out hot last year right away. But, but, I mean, but we also last year didn't have Cabrera coming out and doing what he's doing compared to what – I mean, Cabrera came out, at least hitting-wise, getting singles like he used to. Um, I mean, what, he hit, a, what, he hit a home on last night, I think. Yep. I mean, we didn't really have any chance against that. I mean, it's the Dodgers. Man, I knew by the way we were playing, we probably weren't beating the Dodgers. But, I, I mean, I got to get it to the roster here, or the depth chart. I mean, with, I, I see some good, some good coming in. I mean, I think once we get Casey Mize back, Matt Manning back, that's going to knock down. And here's our starter's we Eduardo Rodriguez, Treek Google, bring Mize back. There we go. Bring Manning back. And then Michael Pinedo. Which Michael Pineda has pitched wonderfully great for us so far this year. I knew, I remember when we got him. I was really happy to see him come because he's a through and he's not scared to go after people. Um, that, and I mean, our bullpen, our bullpen has literally been shut down this whole entire season so far. Um, now it's just getting getting them there with a lead rather than lose while we're losing and having just have them hold on to hopefully say, hey, we can come back from this, but we haven't really proved that we can except once or twice. Um, But I I honestly, like, I honestly think we'll be fine. I think once it warms up, I mean, I don't know what the weather is there right now. But hitting in Comerica Park, whether, especially in the cold, when the windy, especially that wind's blowing in, you you can't really do much. The ball's going to, Comerica Park's so big, you got to play small ball. I think once they realize that, and get it going, I think we'll be fine.
1: Yeah. And, and I do too. And the weather's not been bad. It's been 50 ish a little, so, you know, well, mid to high fifties, but it's been, like, especially the last four or five days, it's been overcast. We have had a little bit of rain here and there, not a, not a ton, but it's, it's not ideal, you know, especially when you talk about the teams out West and the teams down South when they're playing 70, 80, 90 degree weather already, you know, the, it affects the way you pitch. You know, the pitcher's hands get cold. It's hard to grip the ball. Um, stings a little more when you're smacking that ball around. Um, when it's cold again, I know it's uh, both teams play that way. But, uh, you know, when, when you're looking for that home field and you have a big homestand like, you know, we, we started out with, uh, it, it's definitely a disadvantage.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely is, and I agree. Um, I mean, we haven't really. I mean, we played some good teams so far this year. I'm not making excuses. Definitely got to get better and play baseball the way that I know AJ Hinch knows. and I know everyone on that team knows. I mean, this year, this year you could tell just by the way they went in the offseason by getting us and getting Meadows. That was hey, we want to win now. It's time to win. Right. We ain't, we ain't playing anymore. It's time to win, and whether it takes, I would like to at least see the playoffs this year. With yeah, and where would we be With
1: without team Austin team. Meadows right now? Holy cow! Yeah, I, I mean he's
0: he's got 22 hits, he's got a fine base percentage of I think 420 something. Yeah, 422. I mean, without him and honestly, Cabrera. I mean, and when Javi's played, Javi's great.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, he's just missed half the games we played so far, you know. So, yeah. so uh, I, you uh, know, I, he, he was great to start off, and you know, I think he'll get where he needs to be. Um, you know, but. Uh, we haven't had, you know, really the only thing that's worked out in our favor so far on the field is is me getting that. And to jump back to that, you know, like you said, three players in history, and you talk about the 24th with the 3,000, I just wanted to expand on that a little bit. People forget there's tens of thousands of baseball players that have done that, being the top 24 in anything. But uh, to do something that Uh, Hank Aaron never did, the Babe Ruth never did, the Ted Williams never did, the Pete Rose never did, Kyle Yastrzewski, you know, that's that's just impressive. And I can't help to think, but, uh, you know, baseball-wise, you know, Detroit's one of the smaller markets. But, you know, if he would have done that for the Yankees or the Dodgers, um, you'd still be hearing about it.
0: Hank Aaron had three uh, had had three had over like like almost four thousand hits dead.
1: Oh yeah, sorry, he was one of the three, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, I was like B- I mean, Ruth, uh yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, you gotta remember, I mean, back then they definitely weren't playing as many games though.
1: And and that's true. But you yeah, know some some of these all time names, guys that played almost a hundred years ago, right? That that people still know their names today um didn't accomplish that feat
0: holy shit
1: and for mickey to do it's just so special and uh yeah under under underappreciated i I just think on the national baseball scene that he has been underappreciated you know the guy hit for the triple crown for crying out loud and and uh no, yeah, first that,
0: time since I think the 20s or 50, 40s or 20s. I don't remember exactly what it was. 60s, I
1: think, but still, you know, it was 50 years and that didn't get the recognition that I thought. You know, they talked about it for a couple of days and and that was it. You know, and my point is, you know, like I just said, if if he was, if he played for the Yankees, they'd still be talking about the Triple Crown. Not just, hey, he just hit 3,000, 500, 500 homers and But it is what it is. And, um, you know, to me in my lifetime, he's probably the most prolific uh, athlete that we've had. And, and that's saying a lot, you know, we touched on Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and, um, you know, the Tigers in the eighties were, were strong and the Pistons, you know, in the eighties and then in the early two thousands, um,
0: you know, um, I didn't realize the, that. The, you know, the Red
1: Wings had a hell of a twenty or so year run. uh Stevie Y, and
0: thank it, God. By the way, speaking of the Red Wings, thank God they fired Blashko. Why not fire
1: the angry of God, and, and, you know, I I was glad they brought it back this year. No
0: but hell no. I was knew this shit was going to be a shit show again this season. Just because it made it, it, it didn't,
1: didn't work out. And it was time to go. And I'm I'm glad that Stevie uh didn't didn't fuck around with it and cut him loose needed to happen for sure we, we we can't do that anymore
0: um i want to get back to red wings red wings hockey so i got one more big thing that i just thought about that kind of just came out today scott frost in nebraska uh getting hit with nca violations
1: oh today. i haven't seen that
0: uh uh, Scott Frost to a one-year show-cause order and a five-day plan suspension after breaking coaching rules the NCA the announced. Additional penalties include an extended probation until the next April, a reduction of on-field coaches for two practices and a $10,000 fine. Wow. Uh, provided, so it's saying the NCAA violation in question involved a former special team analyst who provided technical and tactical instruction to student-athletes during football practice films because 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 of the analyst involvement, Nebraska technically exceeded the rule that permits just ten on-field coaches. Okay, this is kind of stupid. Never mind. And this isn't as big of a deal what I thought it was. This is stupid.
1: Yeah, it's. I'm reading it right now, and yeah, whatever. I
0: mean, they're still. There's still. Sus- there's, just, there's. I mean, they're still suspending him.
1: Right, uh, five days so, already.
0: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a practice suspension. I guarantee it's not gonna be a game suspension. If they did five game suspensions. I mean, I mean, I I hate Scott Frost, so I wish they. And and him. I you know
1: I don't like him. I haven't liked him since nineteen ninety seven. So, and that's fine. But to me, this is going thirty in a 25, and a twenty five. Oh not, yeah,
0: no, it's yeah. I didn't cool. realize it was like that. Um, yeah, never mind. So it's not as big of a deal. Uh, there was something else hanging.
1: Got anything? Uh, you know, I think we've touched on everything I want to touch about. Uh, you know, the the Red Wings, uh, uh you know, n- another another shit show, but I, I do feel like Stevie's got him on uh, on the right track and um excited to see who who he brings in next. You know, there's a lot of rumors out there already. I feel like for the hundredth time in my life, the the Lions are on the right track. University of Michigan looks good. We'll see how they're how their coordinators pan out, um, you know the Pistons. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know about the Pistons yet. Um, Cades, Cade. Uh, I, thought he, have, I thought he should have. I thought he finished higher the of the year than he did. Got
0: robbed. But uh, okay, that's about as, That's gonna get me going about as much as
1: fuck. <laughs> but you know, I I, 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 I'm starting to question if Dwayne Casey is the right guy for the job. I'm not questioning his coaching ability. The guys had a had a very a good career, but uh, uh, let's go I, get yeah, and there you go. That, that's that's the question, Casey's.
0: I mean, that, that's my that's main my thing. Plan. Uh, is who else you go get? I, I, don't I don't see anyone out there that's gonna do, and I because I I don't think it's that, I don't think it's coaching. I mean, you no, know let's let's be straight here. There's no fucking coaching in the NF the NBA, right? There is, but there's not. That's the same way right. John B. Line, that's the same reason John B Line got ran out of the town in Cleveland.
1: Absolutely. So John Beeline is a coach's coach. coach. Right.
0: I mean, there's no coaching. I mean, to a to a point there is, but there's nothing that he's doing personally that's involving that team to lose.
1: No, and then when that's why I'm clear there. that I, I don't yeah. I don't think it's it's necessarily his coaching that maybe just his personality isn't right for this team in this moment but like you said who else do you get i feel really good about where all of our teams are at um and not that i except for the pistons and not that i not that i feel bad about where they're at but i don't i don't see the path to success like i see for all the other teams and um you know this is what year 15 of the pistons rebuild so Yep, ever since they traded Chauncey, ever since they traded
0: Chauncey, ever since they had to go get fucking Allen Iverson's washed up ass, had to get rid of fucking Chauncey Billups. Oh no! Who
1: had the better career? In Detroit? Detroit? No, in the NBA. Uh, Honestly, honestly,
0: who who's who's got a ring? Who's got a (laughs) ring, baby? Who's got a ring?
1: I, that wasn't the question though. Who had Chauncey motherfucking Bill Mr. Big? Alan Child. Iverson, that train no. was that was genius. the worst goddamn thing. Fuck no, it wasn't. He it was didn't work out, up. but it was the right thing to do at the time.
0: No, it wasn't. We had
1: wasn't.
0: we had a team that literally just won a championship four years ago, like three or four years before that was still making the playoffs every right. year. You think away the biggest. won Two or you three or three, three
1: or four if it wasn't for Chauncey Billups.
0: Alan Iverson came. No, shut up.
1: Yeah. Shut the
0: fuck up. Okay.
1: So, no, I was six years old and I know that. <laughs> but no. No, it was seven. Chauncey like when I was ah. seven. Ah, funny. But uh,
0: no, that's the, that's the curse of trading Chauncey right there.
1: And, and maybe it is, but it was time for him to go. No, it wasn't. Because he played like another 10 years, 20 years. Right. He didn't retire until like three years ago. Game. Oh, my God. His last two years, he averaged more turnovers a game than points. Check that out. Oh, well. Oh, well.
0: Anyway, so keep we're getting going. No, no, no. No, no, we, no, of no, we aren't off track. This is how this so stuff's going to go. No. Anyways. No. He played for the Pistons. Killed him with the Pistons. He won this fucking MV, he won the final MVP
1: right what do you he think good he had a good many, series not a good career how many how many how many
0: rings does Allen ivers have how many finals mvps does Allen ivers have zero exactly
1: right he's garbage we're not talking about championships we were talking okay. about playing That's so true. anyways what are we on to next or is that is that all you got?
0: No, I'm kind of still reading about Chauncey Billups right now, so give me a second because I'm about yeah. to prove you are completely wrong on this.
1: How's how's Chauncey doing out in Portland right now? How's that going? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you do. Dude's a scrub, always has been, always will be.
0: Oh, he is a head coach out there now, and yeah, I forgot about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Whatever. So, I'm, Dude, I'm, what did I'm, we just,
0: just? What did we just talk about? Coaching has nothing to fucking do with the NBA anymore. You could put fucking the best goddamn coach in charge of the Pistons right now, or in charge of any team out there.
1: If Phil Jackson was
0: here right now, matter. we'd win championships. What the fuck? No. Hell to the no. Not anymore. That's not how that works. Phil Jackson is just would be just like John B. Line at this point in his career. Why do you yeah. he think he's not coaching anymore? He wanna deal with that bullshit. Right. No, he got he out
1: retired.
0: He exactly. Kobe. Anyways, let me tell you this right now. Portland not didn't even finish last in their division. So thank you very much.
1: Oh, that's oh, here's a congratulations. You didn't even finish last in your division. What a it's what his a first year out. as a coach.
0: It's his first season as a coach. Relax. Relax. Portland's won the NBA championship next five years. Chauncey Bill is about to get another ring, another one for AI even gets one. Anyways. But oh, I did have something else. Oh, so real quick, Michigan basketball, a lot of stuff going on, honestly. A lot of stuff. Really? And recently, like recently, I mean, Frankie Collins, sh- shocker there, honestly, was to me. I mean, I get, I get, I mean, we, we brought in that point guard from Princeton. Yeah. And I, but I still think that was more of a backup plan behind Frankie at that point. I mean, I'm, I was a little, I'm not little, I'm pretty pissed off to see him go at that point.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, it'd be interesting to see what happens with him. Uh, you know, you know, eventually that stuff usually comes out and, and, you know, I felt like he was underutilized and you did too. And just oh, yeah, Michigan fan I've talked to and, and maybe that's it. Um, you know, I thought he time and time again proved that he, he deserved a better chance and, and, and earned that chance. Um, but. Well, you're in that chance after the,
0: after the, I mean, in my opinion, after the, not even just the, the Colorado state game, but the Penn, the Tennessee game for sure after. Right. Uh, whatever his name went out. I mean, I don't really Devonte Jones. Yeah. That's what his name was. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, you think what about this? You think Amani Bates is coming?
1: Um, I would not be shocked if he comes. I, you know, I'm not. I don't player want.
0: Player. I, 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 I honestly wouldn't want him. Um,
1: uh, me, me either. I mean, I, I think that if he does come, that that Juwan would probably really have a, a sit down, hard, heart to heart with him because, you know, this kid's been a household name to people that follow sports since like seventh or eighth grade, a lot like
0: Especially LeBron James, in Michigan. right?
1: What?
0: Especially in Michigan.
1: Yep. And, you know, I, I just think that that has hurt this kid way more than it helps. But if he can't play for Memphis and Penny Hardaway, um, yeah, Penny
0: Hardaway's been in trouble every fucking year. He's been there,
1: it, it, and he has. But he's a player's coach, right? Um, that I, I don't, I don't know where he's going to go. But uh, you know the, the for for the expectations that have been placed on him, and you know, we're, he he didn't have a successful season. I think for just about any other player, you know he he was okay. But I, I didn't follow them a lot, but. When I did follow him, he was, he was either dead on or looked like, uh, you no, know, he, a two year old shooting in the gym, and he barely played, and he played selfish basketball. Um, he barely played. So, so we'll, we'll see what happens. I do think that if he come to Michigan, uh, I'm intrigued to see what Juwan Howard could do with him. Um, but I'm just not a fan of the kid, and. Um, I'm sure he's a good kid, but I I just, I just don't see it.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 that's one thing I was like, yeah, I I wouldn't be upset. But then again, not happy if he didn't come. Like I I wouldn't, uh, it's kind of one of those things. and like, we have the talent still. I mean, even no Caleb Houston ain't going anywhere, Hunter Dickinson coming back, a fucking man. Let's go, baby. Big Dick energy returns. Um. But uh, what's it called? Um, Moose is going to be back. I mean, even though they said they're going, doing that, they're just doing that whole see what see what they need to work on. Same thing Hunter did last year. Um, I mean, really, we're returning the majority of our starting lineup that we had last year, and I think we're we're going to be off better and way off better than we were last year. I mean, you're going to have Caleb Houston getting another year work but and i mean musa musa needs to learn to dunk the ball not it up when you're right jump is your head's passing the rim um holy shit oh but uh but yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's about all i got on that i just want yep. to ask you a few questions about that um real quick last thing for me Congratulations to Coach Hutch, Michigan softball, win number 1,700. Sure. I mean, that's, a, that's a feat. That is a feat right there, no matter what sport you play. I mean, she's been yep. there for He's a while. she's an all-timer, man. Yeah, for sure.
1: But uh, so, so one other thing, and I, I'm having trouble pulling it up, but did you see that uh, Hunter Dickinson scorched the earth about that Texas Tech coach?
0: Uh yeah, I did. Um that dude's kind of a douchebag.
1: He is. He is Blocked him from coming to Michigan and he ends up at Illinois and and you know, that's all fine and dandy, but uh you know, I thought that's what the transfer portal was all about to kind of kind of cut down all on right. that shit, right? Now you got me going again. I re- I really like that Hunter Hunter has been finding his voice. and I love it when uh players uh in college use their platform to your voice their opinions and, and call out some of the uh you know the dark secrets i guess so to speak of the underworld of college athletics so uh glad to see it he did delete the tweets like 30 minutes later because probably word yeah, called on pike Juan, and, Juwan, Juwan. Juwan, and yeah. it's like take that shit down right now um but he got it out there and you know Oh, someone uh, else
0: did too in the team. I don't remember who. Someone else went after him too. Uh, Is someone on Michigan? Someone else on Michigan went after him. I don't remember yeah, who it
1: was. I, I just seen it like twenty minutes before we went on. So let's um, yeah, say so it happened the day that all that happened. Right.
0: Um. But yeah, no. You mean? I mean, let me tell you this. I heard something the other day. You know, forty-eight percent of the students that go into the transfer portal didn't even get picked up this off season.
1: Yeah, this, that's this crazy. Season. Yep.
0: I'm like. Stay at your schools, guys.
1: Well, and I think that that's going to force that to happen, right? The the balance has come out because at one point I think there was over 1,500 players in the transfer portal, and I feel like, you know, I'm an old-school guy, and I tried my best to raise you the old-school way, and you are, I think, for the most part, is that, you know, a guy got come to practice and had to run 10 extra suicides and got called a stupid motherfucker three times. He went home and hit the transfer portal, and that's not what that was about. You know, uh, or get, had a bad day, get a little tough. I'm Fuck you, I'll, I'll show you, I'll get out of here. That's, that you, you don't grow from running away from challenges and heartache and, and bad days. But I do think that uh, this that will help balance it out. Guys are going to uh, think long and hard about, Hey, if I leave this place, what if nobody else picks me up, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's sad to see because everybody I think deserves a chance, even, you know, even if they make a mistake and, and hastily rush away and, you know, but it just, it's a, it's a good life lesson for him. Also that, Hey, the grass isn't always greener, you know?
0: Yep. No, hundred percent agree. All right. I don't really have it. man. I think you covered that perfectly. Um. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh another long show. I mean, we had a lot to talk about, and I think I think honestly, we sat here and thought about it. We could probably find another thirty minutes to talk here. Oh yeah. Um, about anything. If, I mean, there's a lot nothing, more stuff to talk to about. How
1: bad Chauncey Phillips fucked the Pistons oh, for his great. career? But yeah. I mean, whatever.
0: When was who, what? When when was the last ring for Chauncey came to town? Thank you.
1: Thank you. you. Eighty nine, ninety. 15 thank years you. it's been 15 years since they lost one thank since you that one. right all right guys we're going to do our best to get on a regular schedule we're going to still try to get on that sunday thing sunday uh you know life happens and things have things have been in the way but uh uh and you know the off season uh sometimes it's a little bit hard to come up with content but, but even there has been a lot went on the last few weeks uh you know like i said life's just kind of prohibited us from From when I was available, Hunter wasn't, vice versa, but uh, Tall and Taller is here to stay, and, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Go Blue.
0: Go Blue.